This is Retirement Talk with Mike Graber from Compass Retirement Advisors. When a part of your financial strategy is out of tune, your long-term goals, your retirement savings, and your legacy can all suffer. With many years of experience in the financial industry, Mike Graber provides his clients and prospects with the information they need regarding Social Security, Retirement Income Planning, Wealth Management, and much more. Listen in as we address your financial concerns and provide helpful strategies to put you on the path to achieving your retirement goals. And now, here is Retirement Talk with Mike Graber. Hello, and welcome back to Retirement Talk with Mike Graber. Uh, Compass Retirement Advisors is the name of our company, and uh, we are here with a mission to help educate and inform people about uh, events going on in our economy in Washington, D.C. that might uh, very well impact their retirement. Uh, just a reminder, if any time during the show you want to learn more about Compass Retirement Advisors or ask uh, for more information on these topics, please feel free to give us a call at uh, 812-787-0809. You can visit us online at compassretirementadvisorsllc.com. And uh, you can uh, check uh, the radio tab on the website and look at uh, past issues of our radio show. And uh, we're always uh, here to help. Uh, Just ask us the questions and and we'll respond as quickly as we can. But uh, before we go very far today, I want to give you our weekly update on the national debt and deficit issue. Again, these numbers are taken from the website usdebtclock.org, and they rely on numbers directly from the Federal Reserve. So as of uh, just a few minutes ago, our debt number is $28,173,439,000,000 and change. The unfunded liabilities, again, these are the promises that the federal government has made for programs like Social Security, Medicare, and others. Uh, They don't have the money in the bank uh, to pay those. And uh, that big uh, amount of money that they have borrowed uh, in the commitment there is $162,555,394,000,000. And that turns out to be $492,000 of debt and unfunded liabilities for every American Citizen, And this week, the debt-to-GDP ratio is 130%. Uh, let's bring in our co-host, uh, Tony Shore. Tony, thanks, uh, as always, for being with us today, and we hope things are, are well in your world. Well, you know what? Here, here's the deal, uh, Mike. It, they were good until I listened to what you just had to say there. <laughs> well, I was feeling you know, pretty good. I'm about sorry, myself. Tony, but it, it's I'm sorry, but it's the truth. Um, it, it's 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 a serious topic, and every week we hear uh, things get a little bit worse, and we're starting to hear more about how the government is um, floating those trial balloons, maybe as to some of the things that that they're going to maybe uh, spend change more money. in the tax code. Yeah, they're going to spend um, more money, and they're going to change the the tax code, huh? That's right. I uh, heard a proposal this week. Uh, Bernie Sanders has proposed a change in the estate tax um, rules. I don't know uh, how quickly it will come to pass, but it gives you an idea of what they're thinking. Uh, Right now, uh, an individual has an $11.5 million estate tax exclusion, so about $23 million per couple can be passed without uh, devastating estate taxes. 
and uh, Bernie Sanders and, and, and those who subscribe to uh, you know those philosophies, Bernie is wanting to reduce that from 11 million per person down to 3.5 million per person and change the exclusion for married couples from 23 million down to 7 million. So it's not just that they uh, might change the tax brackets, change the tax rates. There are a lot of things that they can do like this that just makes more of our income, more of the assets that we have subject to the current tax rates. So it's a big issue and we continue to uh, monitor those and and communicate with our clients and and try and be as best prepared as we can. But today we're going to kind of step back away from that and we're going to talk about some just general retirement statistics and mistakes that uh, individuals make along the way. Sure. And I have a sound clip. I mean, if if our government was a person, uh, this is what they would say. And also I have bad posture and severe financial problems. Yeah, yeah. Put that on a loop and just keep playing it, right? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Well, uh, I'm really looking forward to today's show. Uh, what are what are we talking about here? Well, we're going to review some retirement statistics and and talk about some kind of common mistakes that, that people make. I think it's going to be a good show uh, today. Um, first, uh, we want to focus on, as I said, some of those statistics about the saving habits of uh, the average American. Um, we've read numerous places and we've all heard of, of studies that examine, you know, how people are saving for retirement or in many cases, how they've not saved for retirement. <laughs> yeah. And we'll be discussing, you know, a few of those statistics. You know, I really like uh, the information that Motley Fool puts out. And there was a, um, an article, five jaw dropping stats is the way they put it about Americans retirement savings. And so we're going to draw on, on some of that, but to start that off, um, they're saying, according to a study done by Northwestern Mutual, would you believe it, Tony, that a third of Americans have saved less than $5,000? And even worse, one in five Americans have saved nothing at all. Wow. And, and that means that uh, a lot of workers need to start saving immediately. Uh, they have to save more than ever before. And because they've not saved, you know, many people, you know, don't have a, a targeted retirement date uh, on that calendar. They have the, the feeling and the sense that they're going to work longer than their peers. Well, yeah, I mean, that's, those statistics are shocking, Mike. Uh, how far behind in savings are most Americans? Well, many of those who have been saving don't have nearly enough put away. And, and according uh, to uh, an article that uh, was put together by Transamerica, the, the median household retirement savings account has a balance of just slightly over $50,000. Now, that's not for all households. Uh, baby boomers as a group are better off with uh, median savings of north of 150000 Their children, you know, the Generation Xers, have a median retirement savings of around 70000 and in the group with the longest time before retirement, millennials have only saved about $25,000, but at least they have time on their side. They can, can make up. Right. Well, why are so many people behind in savings? Well, one reason, uh, Tony, that some retirement savings accounts aren't where they should be is that many American workers 
unfortunately, just leave money on the table, especially uh, at, at their employment. Uh, many employers offer a 401k match, and unfortunately, a lot of Americans don't take advantage of that match, and so they're missing out. It's estimated that there is about $24 billion available to employees that employers are making available in the form of these 401k matches, and the worker just doesn't participate in the plan. Or if they participate in the plan, maybe the employer is willing to match a dollar for dollar for every $5 that the individual puts in, but the individual is only putting in one or two and leaving the other four or three dollars uh, on the table. According to a financial engine survey, uh, they cited uh, in their article that the typical employee is missing out on about $1,400 of cash every year. So it's basically leaving money on the table. And if you consider you know, $1,400 a year for the next 20, 25, 30 years of retirement, not being in your account, not earning uh, the yield, not getting the match, uh, that's uh, a significant hole in that uh, retirement account uh, on the other end. Wow. Well, yeah, and it's never a good idea to leave money on the table. You, you don't want to be doing that. Absolutely not. And those who are participating in, in getting all the match, um, what we find is that a large percentage of Americans, about 30%, are dipping into that retirement account and making withdrawals now. So they're kind of repurposing that retirement account into, you know, today's needs. And, you know, some of those needs are, are, are legitimate. You know, the, the hardships, you know, paying down uh, debt, unplanned medical expenses, you know, tuition per child or grandchild. And especially this last year, Tony, with COVID, there was a lot of money, um, that came out of retirement accounts. You know, the government actually changed the rules and allowed individuals to take out substantial amounts of money um, just due to cart. Uh, I'm sorry, due to COVID uh, hardships. So, uh, not as much money flowed in last year. People were unemployed uh, in, in many instances, and again, that is going to factor into the retirements that individuals have. Yeah. You know, it's, it's tempting and understandable to consider making that uh, 401k loan, um, but we have to consider, you know, the ramifications. It, it Obviously, it hurts the growth rate. Uh, there might be fees or penalties uh, involved. Um, the best plan is to have a separate emergency fund for those situations that, that might force someone to otherwise take uh a loan withdrawal from their 401k plan. Yeah. And I know it's like you always say, Mike, don't touch your retirement accounts before retirement because uh, Absolutely. until your retirement age, that's, they're not, they're, they're there for retirement. How much should somebody have then in an emergency fund? Well, Tony, uh, we like to see our clients have uh, a minimum of three uh, up to about six months of their living expenses set aside in that emergency fund. And, and these would be uh, equivalent to your fixed expenses each month, you know, mortgage or rent, utilities, gas, food, uh, in insurance, um, you know, just the basic fundamental living expenses. And if you've got three to six months set aside there, uh, in most cases, that's going 
uh, to, to be adequate. Um, you know, maybe it's a, it's an illness, an injury, or you get laid off or COVID comes along. What's the next pandemic? So it's, it's really important as part of the um, overall financial plan to have an adequate amount of money, you know, in emergency reserves. Now, another thing that happens to all of us during our lifetime is there are opportunities that come along. It doesn't have to be that we got laid off or we're sick or we're injured, but maybe there's an investment we would like to make. Maybe the there's a piece of real estate that comes on the market unexpectedly. So having a reserves set aside other than in the retirement account uh, is really uh, important. Yeah, I mean, so far I can't say I'm thrilled about some of these retirement statistics we're talking about. It feels like a lot of people out there are not in good shape when it comes to their retirement strategy. Well, you know, that that is it. That is just so true, Tony. It, it's not uh, the best of pictures out there. Um, the article uh, brings us to one more uh, shop, shocking uh, statistic. You know, and it's, it's not the easiest thing to save for retirement. It can be difficult, um, especially if you don't have an idea of how much money you're going to need uh, at retirement. If I don't know what I might need, how do I determine what I need to set aside today? And in the article, it says 46% of Americans simply guess at how much they might need. Only 12% of those who were surveyed, according to the recent Transamerica study, have even used a very basic retirement calculator to determine, you know, their likely financial needs. And, you know, that's one of the things that we can help, you know, people that that give us a call is um, do some projections. You know, what might we need to try and accumulate to to have the the, the retirement lifestyle uh, that, that we would like? So, if, if you're behind on your, your savings, whether or not you have a savings goal, you know, it's not too late uh, to start. It's not too late uh, to design a strategy. Uh, we may live longer than, than expected and, and therefore uh, could incur, you know, unplanned expenses during retirement, uh, according to the Social Security Administration's website. And that website is ssa.gov. Uh, and their life expectancy range, uh, a man today who turns age 65 can expect to live until age 84 on average. And a woman who turns age 65 today will live about two years longer with a life expectancy of uh, 86 and a half. Wow. So not only are Americans behind in savings and potentially taking loans out on what little savings they have, they're also unaware of how long they'll be living and how much they should be saving and will need in retirement. So uh, maybe they should have named that article scary statistics instead. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's true, Tony. And, and um, oftentimes we're talking about, you know, maybe how bleak uh, the financial world is and, and the government debt and all, but, you know, there's always um, time to sit down and start making a plan and uh, maybe, you know, putting some new savings habits uh, in, into place. You know, the, the stats that we've uh, discussed today uh, about Americans' uh, re- retirement, you know, it is what it is. Those are, are the true numbers. But again, uh, everybody can be encouraged to know that they can improve their situation by, you know, creating a strategy increasing their savings. And please take full advantage 
of the employer match. And it's better to start improving your strategy today than waiting another uh, year or two. So, so don't delay. Go in and, and see your HR department and at least increase your 401k contribution up to a number where you're getting 100% of the employer's match. Yeah, and I would encourage our listeners to work with a financial services professional like yourself, Mike, uh, in order to improve their situation financially and get that strategy planned out and put in place. That's what you do for your clients and the people you work with. Now, we should take just a minute here, Mike, to let our listeners know how they can get a hold of you. Well, the website is compassretirementadvisorsllc.com, and you can drop us a, a note there. We'll get back to you as quickly as we can. My direct phone is 812-787-0809, and email is mgraber at compassra.com. And just give us a, a contact in, in one of those ways, and, and we'll help you uh, from wherever you are. Uh, we'll put a plan together uh, that'll put you moving in the, in the direction where you want to wind up. That's that's what we'll do. We give our clients a written uh, retirement income plans, and uh, we'd be happy to help anybody that asks. All right. Well, listeners, we're going to keep this thing rolling. This is Retirement Talk with Mike Graber. I'm your co-host, Tony Shore. And so far today, we've been talking about some shocking retirement statistics. And Mike, now I know you wanted to focus on some mistakes that can pop up when you're creating that retirement plan and retirement budget. And uh, I believe you've got another Motley Fool article there. Uh, some reasons you may be miscalculating your retirement income needs. So this sounds like a good plan. What's one of the first common retirement strategy mistakes you've seen people make? Well, we've likely been told at some point, you know, through our, our working uh, years that you need to determine your retirement expenses so you can create, you know, a plan that adequately addresses them. However, Accurately forecasting the future you know, can be challenging. You know, think about your TV weather person. You know, they often get blamed for forecasts that, that are inaccurate, uh, and they've got you know the best uh, satellites, the best monitors, and, and the best computer forecasts out there, uh, and and they're not right a great deal of the time. And forecasting what retirement might look like, what retirement needs might look like in in twenty or thirty years. Uh, can be equally challenging. Well, yeah, I imagine it can. And that's so frustrating when they forecast one thing and then in reality, uh, it doesn't match up like the weatherman with the forecast, right? Yeah, it does uh, feel like it's an all too regular uh, occurrence. Yeah. Um, now, there's another um, article uh, that we can touch on here just a little bit. Sijinx.gov uh, is an educational website. Um, Seven-day forecasts are accurately predicted only about 80% of the time. Five-day forecasts are predicted um, roughly 90% of the time. And, and even with accuracy in the 80 and 90%, um, we all know that the forecasts uh, are, are wrong, You know, much like the weather forecast. Uh, if our personal financial forecast is, is only 80 or 90% correct, you know, that may not be good enough to, to get the job done. And, and so in, in the next uh, few minutes, we're going to focus on 
uh, a few things that, that we can do to try and you know, make up uh, what that forecast shortfall might be. Sure. And we always end up focusing on the 10% that doesn't live up to expectations. But you're right. A lot of people, you do need to work on your financial forecasting. And uh, you're saying that I should probably cut the weatherman some slack. Uh, about yeah, those yeah. Let's give them. Let's give them all a break. <laughs> but it is hard when I remember that I got soaked on that day. It was supposed to be clear. Um, I don't yeah. even know if my yeah. shoes have dried out yet. <laughs> it happens. It happens. Um, you know, Motley Fool uh, says that one mistake that we all make is um, recency bias, or the idea that it's easiest to remember the things that have happened most recently. Yeah. And accordingly, when we create a retirement budget, you know, many people assume their expenses are, are going to stay relatively the same. But things do change as we get older. Um, may need to pay someone to do work around the house that you used to be able to handle yourself. And you might find that you spend less on gas uh, because you're staying at home more, not traveling as much. But then you know, the, the utilities at home uh, are being used more. Uh, because you can't really predict exactly, you know, what these expenses uh, are, how they're going to change, we need to build some wiggle room, Tony, uh, in into these budgets. One of the things that, that we provide for those who are wanting to work with us is, is kind of a, a before and, and after uh, on the budget. You know, what is your current budget? And then what is the anticipated uh, retirement budget. There are several things uh, that need to be included in the retirement budget that just are not necessary prior to retirement. You know, things like um, the Medicare premiums, Medicare deductibles. Uh, we need to budget for those things. Um, and we have a, a couple of pages that we can give people kind of fill in the blank, but we do have those things categorized. At least uh, we'll get them on, on the radar. Yeah, things add up really quick, don't they? They sure do. Um, and uh, we would caution everyone, you know, don't just assume that all expenditures are, are more than expected, though. In fact, uh, the Bureau of Labor Statistics, and that's a good place for people to go to, to find out information on um, a, a lot of averages for um, households. But older households, meaning homes led by someone who is 65 or older, they spend on average a little over $46,000 a year, just shy of $4,000 a month. And, and that's nearly $1,000 less than the, the monthly average spent by all U.S. households, regardless of, of age. So older Americans do spend less, but it's not a, a, a large amount less. So you know, it's not a question of, of how much we spend versus other households. You know, everybody's household is different. Our needs and desires and wants uh, are different. So we really just need to consider as individuals how much we spend versus what we anticipated we would spend. And uh, far too often, uh, those forecasts uh, are too low. I think that's really important to note. We've had a great show today, but we're out of time. Is there anything else you'd like to add before we go today? Well, we'd like to hear from from anyone who has questions. You know, don't uh, hesitate to give us a call again. 
uh, Compass Retirement Advisors LLC.com. My direct line is 812 787 0809. And we would appreciate the opportunity to uh, answer any questions that individuals have. And we look forward to that opportunity. Thank you for listening to Retirement Talk. Don't pay too much for taxes or retire without a sound income plan. For more information, contact Mike Graber at Compass Retirement Advisors. Call 812-787-0809 or visit them online at Compass Retirement Advisors LLC.com. Investment advisory services provided by ChangePath LLC, an SEC-registered investment advisor. Compass Retirement Advisors, LLC, the Insurance Shop, Inc., and ChangePath LLC are unaffiliated entities. Mike Graber and Compass Retirement Advisors are not affiliated with or endorsed by the Social Security Administration or any other government agency. All matters discussed during this show are for informational purposes only. Each individual situation may vary and the opinions expressed here may not apply to everyone. Materials presented are believed to be from reliable sources and no representations can be made as to its accuracy. All ideas and information should be discussed in detail with one of our qualified representatives and it is prior to implementation.